All right, welcome back to another episode. This is the NHL playoff preview round two. Round two already. I feel like the first round went way faster uh, than normal. I don't know. I know it, I know it didn't because we had more game sevens than, than ever, felt like. But, hey, it's fine. It's fine. It's what it is. I'm here today with uh, Josh and Brandon again. Here to, here to talk about uh, things. How are you guys doing today? Doing pretty Did you talk at the same time? Yeah, we sure did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing pretty well. How about you guys? Uh, not too bad. It's a Monday, but it's not the most Monday I've ever had. So that's um, true. Very ready true. to talk some hockey, though. Yes. Hell yeah. Round two. Round two and our. Fantastic St. Louis Blues have made it to round two uh, after a very up-and-down series with the Minnesota Wild. Uh, couldn't quite tell which way it was going to go, but I'm glad it turned out in our favor. So, Yes, sir. Um, Absolutely. You know, Six-game wins. I like it. Yeah. Gives yeah, us a couple extra days rest going up against a pretty powerful team. Uh, so let's go ahead and recap uh, what happened in round one. Round one um, was kind of all over the place. We saw a four-game sweep. We saw five-game sevens uh, and then two-game sixes. So it's kind of crazy, um, in my opinion, to see the variety <laughs> that we uh, saw in the NHL playoffs this year. Um, so the first matchup we saw, we Colorado swept Nashville in four. Uh, St. Louis took care of Minnesota in six. Um, what else happened? Uh, Pittsburgh. Blew a three-games-to-one series lead against the New York Rangers. Carolina got pushed to the brink against Boston, but took it at seven games. The Tampa Bay Lightning continued to knock Toronto out of round one, uh, winning their series four games to three. Dallas fell to the Flames four games to three in a Johnny Grudeau seven or third game seven. Overtime game winner, series winner. Um, and then Edmonton uh, knocked out L.A. in a pretty even battle, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, what – so am I missing it? Oh, Florida lost to Washington in six as well. Um, Florida beat Washington in six. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> any of those Any of those matchups surprise you this – at around one? Uh, go ahead, Josh. Man, uh, well, I think the only one, and I don't remember who all I picked um, when we did the preview the first time. I know I took the Kings to upset Edmonton, and I, God, I thought that was going to happen. Um, you guys both took the Preds to to beat to take the Avalanche, so yeah. I know that was kind of a, a gag pick, but. Man, I was I was really hoping the Preds were going to pull something off and stretch it out a bit. Um, yeah. I love that Boston pushed Carolina because I don't think any of us thought that was going to happen. Nope. So, um, you know, I thought it was a great first round, very exciting. Um, love seeing Pittsburgh get kicked out. Love seeing Boston get kicked out. So, and Toronto out in the first round another year. Super happy about that. So, I'm excited for round two. 
ready to rock and roll. I'm I'm looking forward to the Battle of Alberta. So I think it should be a good yes, shakeup. Right. Yeah, I was I was pretty amazed at how the first round all kind of went. I mean, the fact that there was five series that went to game seven, that I don't think that's ever really happened in the NHL playoffs before. Plus, I mean, all the scoring that was going on in all these games, it was it was the first time, or no, more than any of the regular season, they had six point four goals per game, which it was that's pretty crazy for a playoff. Uh with how much everybody's trying to get ahead of another team and everything. It I thought it was pretty crazy that the goals per game were so high for each series. Uh, one thing that I it didn't really I, I kinda figured Colorado was gonna come out and win as big as they did against the Predators, I was being a little too, probably too hopeful <laughs> in the <laughs> uh, first round preview, but I can't imagine that going the way it did. The only thing that really surprised me was the the Calgary series against Dallas yeah. going to seven games. I thought that series was going to go down in five, four, at least four or five games. I didn't think that series was going to go as long as it did, but they uh, somehow Dallas was able to overcome it more than what I thought they were going to, and they uh, Calgary still was able to come out with the win, though. So I was, was happy to see Calgary win and beat out Dallas, so that way we wouldn't have to possibly face them in the third round if the Blues made it past Colorado by any chance. Yeah. Uh, I, I think for me the biggest surprise was the Avalanche sweeping the Predators. I I didn't think that was gonna happen, but the Predators just they didn't look they did not look very good from any any of the games. I think they what they had one game that went to overtime and even even then they, they just they didn't look look like they, they wanted to play Colorado. Uh mm-hmm. other than that, the only other one that surprised me was was the Carolina Boston one. Um, I did not think that one was going to go seven, and the way it ended up, and it the, this this stat kind of freaks me out with Carolina is that they didn't win on the road in the first round. Yeah, all their wins came from uh, all at home. At home. Yeah. yeah, which I believe they are the number one seed, and no, they're not. They're not the number one seed in the East, so. No, depending on how it is, uh, how it works out. I'm, I could see Carolina falling sooner than, uh, so than we think. So, um, but that's all it means. That's a round one recap. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about about round one before we move on to, uh, round two? Can I, can I give an MVP for round one? Absolutely. Like all of round one. I want to give it to Jake Ottinger. Ottinger. Um, Calgary has a, from what I got to see in the regular season, an extremely good offense, lots of firepower, lots of speed. He is the only reason Dallas pushed that to game seven. And then his game seven performance was one of the best playoff performances ever for a goalie. 
So we need to make sure we get him the recognition that he deserves. Yeah. For oh, his, for his sure. play. Fair enough. Fair enough. Brandon, do you have a, a MVP for round one? Uh, you can't can't say Jordan Bennington. You can't say Jordan Bennington. <laughs> <laughs> in, in all honesty, I, I I would probably go between. I I'm going with the hometown guys, but they uh, I would say either between Bennington or Tarasenko because I mean Tarasenko was tremendous throughout the first round. He, he was kind of slow to start, I think, in the first couple games, but he he brought it back, and he I think he was the deciding factor in game five when yeah. the Bulls being able to come out and actually take that game to get a serious a serious lead. And then I, I'd almost have to give it the ball to him because, I mean, the way that yeah, Huso uh, came out really, really strong, in the first couple games, and then it kind of fell off a little bit, and I think that's how the the Wild were able to take a two two to one lead against us at first, and then I I believe they he uh, Ruby made a very smart decision and switching over to Bennington, and I mean be, between the few games that Bennington was in that. He only he didn't allow more than I might be wrong. Next, I don't think he allowed more than two goals in the game in any of the games against the Wild. Uh, so I mean, just to see how well he played, the way he was playing, it almost looked like he was the way he was playing back in nineteen whenever we won the, the cup. And I mean, if he continues that through into his next series, I I think the the Blues can. Possibly. I'm not saying it's only going to be on Bennington, but I think it can be a really good series if Bennington is like his old self from 19 and uh, all the rest of the guys are uh, playing up their peak performance like they did in some of the other games in this first series. Fair enough. That's fair, too. I mean, Jordy, Bennington played very very well, and I think everybody here in St. Louis, at least, was uh, very excited to see him play that way as well. Um, Absolutely. For me, I don't... I kind of want to go... I want to go Panarin from the Rangers. Um, Thank you. I can't say his first name. Panarin from the Rangers. Breadman. Artini Panarin. Yes, Artini Panarin. Uh, I feel like at least towards the end of the series, the beginning of the series, he didn't seem uh, like he was he was around too much, kind of like with Tarasenko. And uh, towards the end of the series, he was able to, I feel like, turn around and help uh, help the Rangers win the series. Sidney Crosby going out for the last two games helped. But uh, I feel Panarin did a, did a good job of, of bringing that team back to uh, where they needed to be. So, fair enough. All righty. There's that. There's a recap of round one. MVPs, round one. Now it's time for round two. Round two. So, uh, we're going to start in the east again. And we're going to start with 
the Florida Tampa Bay series, Battle of the Sunshine State. Um, the season stats for this series uh, was two to two. Tampa Bay with two wins, they won three to two uh, at the beginning of the season and eight to four later in the year. Florida also with two wins, they won four to one the first time and then nine to three the second time they played. So a lot of goals scored in this series. Um, 19 for Florida, 15 for Tampa Bay. Uh, power play was 13 for th- or three for 13 for Florida and five for 18 for Tampa Bay uh, in the season series. Um, and the shots were 136 to 130 for Florida. Now, before I ask you who you think is going to win, I'm going to read off the first round stats from each team. So bear with me because it's a lot of stats, a lot of numbers today. Uh, <laughs> so Florida's round one matchup, they went up against a very experienced Washington Capitals team who played them very well, I thought. Uh, Florida scored 20 goals. Washington scored 19. Their power play, so the power play against was 7 for 24. And the shots were 199 to 182 for Florida. The one stat out of this one that caught my eye the most was that Florida went 0 for 18 in the power play. 0 for 18. Well, We'll, we'll jump into that talk in just a second. So let me get to Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay had 23 goals, but allowed 24. There were seven for 33 on the power play. And the power, or the penalty kill was nine for 28. Nine for 28, four for 28. Nine for 28. 215 shots, four and 216 against. And they obviously went won their game four to, or won their series four to three. So this this matchup should be interesting. Uh what is your what's your guys' take? How do you think this one's gonna shape up? Brandon, you first. Uh I think if if the Panthers continue their way with the power play being a little on the on the slow side, I I think the Lightning could possibly take this series just because I mean the the Lightning they were eight for twenty in their power plays against the Panthers in the series last season, and then uh, in the last series, Tampa was went seven for thirty three on the power play against Toronto. So, I mean, it, it's not the best of stats, but I mean, they were still contributing on the power play compared to Florida. Um, so. I mean, but with just the way that uh, the Panthers were kind of how they were playing throughout the last series against Washington and still just how Florida has been through even through the regular season, I I still think this will be a hard-fought series. I think that it'll, it'll probably go to probably pretty late series, probably six or seven. But I think in the end, I probably could see Panthers probably taking this series. I, I would like the Lightning to win, but I think the Panthers will take it. Okay. All right, so um, I got some similar thoughts. Uh, as much as I hate to, you know, be repetitive, 
Um, I got a lot of the same views, um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna lean towards Tampa Bay on this one, only because I don't think Vasilevsky is gonna be as bad in round two as he was in round one. Um, I didn't get to watch a lot of the Tampa Bay games, so I don't know if it was all on him or if the defense wasn't playing well. But I do think that Tampa Bay's got the edge with being back-to-back COVID Cup champions. That they, they, they know what they're doing. They know not to panic. They stay calm. And that will benefit them in the long haul. I would say six or seven games. And I lean towards the Panthers, or I lean towards Tampa Bay. I am uh, I am leaning towards Tampa Bay as well. The only re- one of the reasons why is because you can't win a playoff. How t- how Florida won a playoff series in the first place without scoring any power play goals kind of blows my mind because that typically doesn't happen. When no. when you hear some of the other other series like. It's like four or five power play goals. It's going to be very hard for them to go up against some of these teams, especially a team like Tampa, and win the series. Um, I'm, I'm going to say this is going to go Tampa in six. I don't think it's going to go seven. I think Tampa wins it on home ice in game six. So. It's a bold pick, Cotton, but I like it. And I like it. I like it. So, two to one here in favor of Tampa Bay. Um, we'll see how it shakes up. I think we were pretty we – we we're sort of on the right track in round one with both of these teams. Uh, so, we'll see how they do in round two. Yep. But let's move on to the next uh, series in the Eastern Conference. It's a very interesting series. It reminds me a lot of the Boston – Carolina series. It's funny because Carolina's in this one again. Welcome back to NHL playoff preview round two presented by the Variety Sports Podcast. My my name's Brandon. I have Brandon and Josh with me here tonight. Um, We already started talking about this, so we're going to jump back into the Eastern Conference, uh, I guess, semifinals. I don't think we call it semifinals. Round two. I just said, just said round two. And I'm like, hey, we called the semifinals. No, round two. Uh, already talked about Florida and Tampa Bay. So let's jump into Carolina and the New York Rangers. This series, season series, was interesting. Uh, Carolina, they played four times. Carolina took three of the four wins. Um, a 6-3 win, a 4-2 win, and a 4-3 win. Uh, the one win by the Rangers was a score of two to nothing. Um, Carolina scored 14 goals on the season against the Rangers. The Rangers scored 10 goals against Carolina. Power plays were pretty even, two for nine for Carolina, two for 12 for the Rangers. 140 shots for the Hurricanes and 105 for the Rangers. In the playoffs, though, in the playoffs, uh, things changed just a little bit. So, Carolina scored 24 goals to 20 goals, or they they allowed 20 goals. Uh, Power play was 5 for 36 in the first round, which is a lot of power play opportunities. Uh, Their their penalty kill was 6 for 29. 
206 shots to 227, so they got outshot by Boston, which probably led to the series going seven games. The Rangers scored 28 goals, allowed 29, went 6 for 19 on their power play, went 6 for 23 on the penalty kill, 270 shots to 307 shots, and won their series in 7-4-3. So, now that you have all those numbers in your head trying to figure out where they all go, Again, um, who do you think is going to take this series between the Hurricanes and the Rangers? Go ahead, Josh. Well, this one's probably my biggest toss-up, to be honest. Um, we all know regular season's one season, but the playoffs are a, a whole new season and anything can happen. Uh, this one really is tough for me. I, I want to say this is going to push at least six games. I wouldn't be surprised if it goes seven. If it goes six... I would lean to Carolina. If it goes seven, I got to lean to New York. Um, Carolina's just got an onslaught of offense. They have a good defense. Their goaltending seems to be well-rounded. New York has a key factor, in my opinion. Most people would say this is overrated, but they have a really good agitator. And <laughs> after Carolina having to deal with the rat, now they're going to have to deal with the Terminator. And Ryan Reeves, although he has limited ice time, is one of the best chirpers in the league. So I want to see if Carolina can keep their emotions in check. If Reeves plays that old-school style game, I can see him uh, in the smallest way possible helping the Rangers push this out and maybe even get the series win behind, um, you know, Kreider and, and Panarin. So I think it's going to be a really, really good season. I think it's the uh, at least in our neck of the woods, least watched um, because oh, the storylines behind it aren't as big. Mostly because you know we got the, the big out battle of Alberta. You got the Sunshine State, and then the big division foes where Colorado and St. Louis hate each other. So, yeah, I'm gonna say if it goes seven, I gotta give it to the Rangers. But Carolina, I can see wrapping this one up in six. Yep. So, my opinion with it all, and I mean, seeing how Carolina has had with the previous series and winning mostly all their games at home, they didn't really win any games on the road. Uh, I think if the storyline is kind of going the same way, I. I could see probably Carolina coming away with it. Just, I mean, with how they've been playing at home. Um, but with also with how uh, <clears throat> the Rangers have kind of played, uh, I, I, I'm kind of in the same way as Josh. I'm not really too sure how this series is going to go. Uh, I'm, I'm, I think it'll probably go to six. I don't think it'll probably go seven games. I think it'll probably decide by six. And if anything, I could possibly see, I think the Rangers could possibly take it a little bit more than the Hurricanes. I Only. Know. Only if their goal, only if their goaltending is a little bit better than what it was in the first round, right? So, my thought on on this series, especially with the the Rangers 
Pittsburgh series. If Sidney Crosby doesn't go out, Pittsburgh wins that series in six. Uh, just my my opinion there. I think that's a big reason we see the Rangers in round two is because Sidney Crosby will, did not play the last two games of the series. Uh, he played in game seven. He did play game seven? Yes, yeah, he did. he did play six. I thought he was out for both games. Never mind. Nope. For some reason, I thought he didn't play either one. I thought he had the concussion that kept him out for the rest of the series. Okay. Well, never mind. That changes my whole thought on it. Uh, I'm going uh, Carolina in five, though. Oh. Damn. I like it. I like it. <laughs> changes my whole whole aspect. I was going to say that, you know, the Rangers coming off the high they are, coming back from three, being down three to one. I don't know. I don't think their goaltending is going to stand up to the Carolina Hurricanes scoring abilities, I guess. Uh, the only thing I think Carolina needs to fix is their penalty kill, and I think they'll be okay um, against a – I mean, the Rangers are pretty pretty deadly offensively. They can be, but they can also be pretty awful. So, But I'm still going to stick Carolina in five. Very nice. Yeah. All righty. So, west. on to the west. We're moving out west. Wow, past wow, the Gateway west. Arch, past the Mount Rushmore, past – we're going north of the border for this one. <laughs> Only two teams left from Canada. Only two. And they're playing against each other. And they're playing against each other. So, that means one of them is going to get eliminated. <laughs> Which means we could, again, not see a Canadian team, you know – the breeding ground of hockey, not win a Stanley Cup. It's a very I'm high okay chance. With that. A very high chance. Um, so let's jump into it. Battle of Alberta, Canada. Season series was two to two. Doesn't surprise me. Edmonton with two wins, uh, five to two and five to three. And then Calgary with two wins as well, three to one, and then nine to five later in the season. So the season series with this one. Edmonton uh, was 16 goals for Calgary, Calgary scored 17 goals against Edmonton. Um, the power play for Edmonton was seven, four, 16, and the flames were three for 14 uh, shots were 161 to 123 in favor of the flames. Uh, that, 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 again, that was just the season series. So as we move on to round one, the round one stats from each one. So Edmonton played LA Calgary Calgary played the Dallas Stars. Both series went seven games. Very, very fought. Huge just back and forth battles between the whole thing. Uh, Edmonton scored 27 goals. Uh, they allowed 17. Their power team. The penalty kill was three for 24. And they outshot. Looks like we lost Josh for a second. Uh, uh, their shots are 261 to 249 in favor of LA, but Edmonton still won a series four to three in seven games. Um, and we'll move on to the like the Flames. So the Flames in the playoff series, their games against Dallas. So they scored 15 goals, allowed 14 goals. The power play was two for 24. The penalty kill was also two for 24. They outshot Dallas 287 <laughs> to 195. So almost a hundred shot goal or hundred shot difference between the Flames and the Stars, 
And Dallas still pushed the Flames to seven games. The Flames winning 4-3 to take the series. So I don't know if Josh is going to hop back in, but if he does, it's fine. Um, if not, we'll uh, we'll just jump in with Adam. Hopefully he comes back before the St. Louis, Colorado one. So, Brandon, go ahead and give us your thoughts on the Edmonton, Calgary, Battle of Alberta. Huge series for Canada. Uh, oh, for sure. Absolutely huge. Um series here in in round two of the western conference so i i i really think this is probably going to be a very physical aggressive very hard hitting game or series with, against edmonton and uh calgary the, it's i mean just between the the rivalry that these two teams have had over the years, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a rough one. I it, they're it's I think they're gonna get a lot of bumps, bruises along the way in this series. Uh, Connor McDavid and uh, Drysaddle and all, a lot of the guys all on uh, Edmonton. They've been playing lights out. I mean, hell, Edmund or McDavid, he had fourteen goals in the series that is insane yeah and just how along the lines that they've all been playing throughout the entire series I, it, it but you i mean you have everybody that even calgary has too but along the line it, the score line i think it's going to be pretty even i think throughout the whole series i think you the series will probably go to seven games uh, I think I personally think Calgary will probably take the series. Uh, the one thing that I will make a note of is that probably whoever wins the series, they're going to be really beaten up. Uh, it's going to be, I think whoever takes the series is going to have a rough go against whoever they have to play against in, in the conference final. I I 100% agree with that. I think both of these teams, whoever advances uh, before I start. So you, which team do you think is going to take the, the series? No, I said Calgary. You did say – okay. Did say Calgary. So Calgary yeah. in seven, right? Yes. Okay. I, I, I'm I with you on that one. I think it will be the Flames. Um, I think the Flames' physical side of play will, will top Edmonton's ability to score – uh, just because they can shut down those high-scoring power teams fairly easily, at least it's seen like throughout the season that they're able to do that. Uh, and then through round one, they don't score a lot, so they are a very defensively strong team. Mm-hmm. Um, Jacob Mark- Markstrom, I believe, is their goalie. He's a Vancouver goalie for, yep. for a little while. Um, very underrated goalie, in my opinion. I think he's very good, and I think he'll be the difference maker in – uh, this round two matchup with the with the Flames. Uh, so I'm 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 gonna agree with you. I think it's gonna be Calgary and seven. And I mean, I yeah. think it could also change. Uh, it could change. It could be less or more. Oh, well, it can't really be more. But I think it could possibly less be less if Gaudreau comes out and plays like he did, kind of like in the series. Yeah. Prior, and having some of the 
the spotlight moments that he had throughout the first round. If I mean, if Goudreau and some of the other guys around him all contribute, I think they could possibly pick it in six. But other than that, I think the Steers will go to seven and still be the flame to take it. Yeah. So. Yep, I'm, I'm with you. I think it'll be flames and flames and seven. How about you, Josh? If you're here. Can you hear me? Yeah. Awesome. Um, so I'm going to lead with Calgary in this one. I think it's going to be a nasty match. Uh-oh. Do we lose him again? I think so. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess let's move on. If he comes back in, we'll, we can let him hear, uh, touch on his opinion on that series. But let's uh, let's try to move on to yeah, the yeah. Avalanche in St. Louis. One more. So That's got to be mine that echoes like that. Yeah, cause I'm not hearing any echo on my end. I don't hear it. I'm not hearing it anymore, so I don't know. You guys there? Can you hear me? Yep, we can hear you. Sorry. Man. Okay, so going from uh, regular cell phone service to Wi-Fi really messes up the feed. My it apologies. Does. It does. Um, <clears throat> so I'm going to go Calgary um, for the other reasons I stated before I got cut out. <laughs> but um, I just think the goaltending in Edmonton is not going to be good enough. With as impressive as McDavid was in the first round, um, if anything happens to him at all and he can't play, it's automatically over. I think Calgary's got better depth. Their goaltending is slightly better. Um, but because it's going to be such a hard-fought battle, I'm going to go Calgary in seven. Yeah. Overall, like like Brandon said, whoever whoever wins this series, it's they're going to be beat up. Um, and they're going to have a very tough time against either team well, both the, both of these Western Conference series are going to be something else. And oh, I, I agree. The, the Western Conference Finals is just going to be, oof. It, it'll be interesting. So let's hop into the other Western Conference round two game we have, a round two series we have, which is the our our St. Louis Blues versus the Colorado Avalanche. So. They only played three times in the regular season. I for sure thought they would have played more than that, being in the same division, but I guess not. Uh, Colorado has the upper hand in the season series, two to one. Uh, St. Louis had the early season win, five to three, and then Colorado won the next two games, uh, one five to four, one or yes, five to four, and then the other one four to three. Um, St. Louis allowed eleven goals. Or no, they scored eleven goals against Colorado. Colorado scored twelve goals against St. Louis. Power plays was two for seven for St. Louis and one for eleven for the Avalanche. And the shots on goal were one hundred and eight to seventy eight for the Avalanche. But here's here's the real kicker. Here's where it gets really interesting. So St. Louis the series went six games uh, with a four two series win over the Minnesota Wild. They scored twenty two goals, allowed sixteen. Went eight for twenty six on the power play, and then were four for twenty four on the penalty kill. The hundred and eighty eight shots to one hundred and eighty six of the Colorado. A little kind of crazy. Uh, <laughs> they scored twenty one goals and only allowed nine. They went seven for sixteen 
on their power play, three for 13 on the penalty kill, and outshot the Predators 176 to 142. And they swept the Predators in four games. So whoever wants to hop onto this one can go ahead and start. But round two, St. Louis, Colorado. Josh, if you want to start, I'll follow. Or I guess we I can start. All right. <laughs> All right. So uh, this series, this series, I, I, I didn't really want to really even <laughs> predict this series. I because with how strong Colorado came out against Nashville and sweeping them in the in the first round. I I immediately thought, uh oh, this this is gonna be trouble for the Blues. Uh they they played tremendously well against Nashville. Nashville did not really have any kind of answer for anything that uh they're trying to throw at Colorado or well, for what Colorado's throwing at them, they didn't have any kind of answer for it. Um the one thing that I will Six. I don't know what the their power play numbers were like against Nashville. Um, they, they I mean, went, if, go ahead. They went seven for sixteen in their power play, and then three for thirteen in their penalty kill against Nashville. Okay, so I mean, hearing those numbers, I mean, with how strong St. Louis has been, if they can be. If they can stay, uh, if they can stay off the power, like off the penalty kill, and keep just being disciplined on the, the plays, if shit starts getting hairy and whatnot, they just keep themselves and keep playing just their game, and let Colorado get. If they get penalties and St. Louis plays the way that they have been playing their power play. I I think they can get goals. Uh, the five on five is going to be a little bit of a toss up. If the guys can come out and actually score like they have been scoring for St. Louis, I uh, <laughs> um I I in all honesty, I think it could possibly this series go down to I'm going to say six and. I don't want to say it, but it's probably going to be Avalanche probably taking this series. I want St. Louis to win just because I'm from St. Louis, obviously. But, I mean, with Bennington and how his numbers were through the few games that he played in the first round, and but, I mean, at the same time, Avalanche's goalie has been just as just as good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think I think it'll be Colorado and six. I hate being that way, but with how they've been playing and everything, and even throughout the regular season against the Blues, I I hate to say it, but yeah, I think it'll be Colorado and six. All right, I think I'm reconnected now. Yep, we can hear you. Awesome. Sorry about that. So <clears throat> Brandon's gonna take Colorado and six. That's fine. Fair. Don't be biased. I appreciate that. But I got a different take. 
I'm going to be the homer here. But I'm not going to be the homer just to be the homer. I honestly think the Blues are the one of the best matchups against Colorado. Yeah. I think we have the depth, the scoring ability. We've done Chief, who I said was the key in the last round for the Blues marching on, is intelligent enough and makes the right decisions with personnel when it's needed to adjust and adapt to the circumstances. I think we still won up there at the mile high, Denver, wherever they're at. I know they're right by the football stadium, I think. Yeah, um, so I think we'll, we'll steal one up there. We'll come back home. We'll probably split. I think we'll go back up there, win game five. They'll come back here, win game six. And we'll go back there and take game seven in their house. Because we got a couple of guys who are super pissed off about what happened last year. Yeah. Falk's mad at Kadri about the hit. And Perron's mad he didn't get to play. Tarasenko looked like he was getting hot at the end of the series and making big contributions against the Wild, and if Bennington continues like he did the last five starts he had the regular season and plays like the three starts he had against Minnesota, I think we take him. I don't think it's going to be an easy matchup. I don't think it's going to be all Blues domination. I think it's going to be back and forth. It's going to be a series of adjustments one game after the other. These are two very, very good teams. The Blues are highly underrated, and they love being the underdog. And apparently they've liked starting playoff series on the road. Apparently. If you look at the track record uh, back in 19, we had what, home ice advantage in the first round and we were the underdog the rest of the way. I'm all mm-hmm. about blues. You guys know this. I bleed blue. <laughs> but in all honesty and fairness, if Colorado is going to get taken out in the Western Conference, it's going to be by St. Louis. And I do think whoever wins this series is in the cup final. I, Yeah. Well, I could, I, I would agree with you on that. And one thing too that I don't think I either of us touched on, and I didn't know if Brandon was untouched on it whenever it got to him, was that St. Louis hasn't had nearly as much of a a rest period as what Colorado has. Colorado mm-hmm. they swept the the Predators, so they've been sitting For a, a little bit longer than what the Blues have, and they've been raring to go since. They won Game Six, but I mean, they haven't. They've been playing a lot, a little bit more than what the Colorado has, and they got. I feel like they hit their stride a lot more into like Games Five and Game Six for the Blues. So I mean, that could that could be a little bit of a a decisive factor too with the whole thing that Colorado, with how much they've been sitting, maybe they got a little. A little stiff, but you never know with how things go with with the game of hockey and everything. And I think these two teams are going to be evened out through most of the series, just like what Josh said. So I, I think it'll be a very good series to watch, and I'll be, I'm hoping to see the Blues as well in the conference final. Well, the other thing the Blues have that the Colorado doesn't have, and I think you guys would both agree with me on this is the Blues, as a team, know how to play through adversity. Mm-hmm. Colorado hasn't faced adversity. Right. They really haven't. And they haven't gone the distance in the cup playoffs. And, shoot, I can't remember the last time they went the distance in the cup playoffs. We've mm-hmm. done it. We've got the experience. The, the hunger's there. I, I just – this isn't even it's, Cinderella story for me. This is just different. I just can tells- see them doing it. If it tells you anything, the Avalanche haven't been to the conference final since 2002. Yeah. 
So my my take on the Blues Avalanche series here. So I I I'm gonna go Blues in seven. I I'm with um John. What I think is gonna happen is they're gonna split the series, the first two games in Colorado. They're gonna come back and they're gonna split the two games here in St. Louis. Colorado will win in Colorado for Game Five. Come back. Blues will win in St. Louis, and then they'll go out and win in Colorado to finish it off. I think that's how this to me, that that's how I think it's going to go. I think the Blues experience in the playoffs um, is going to help, and they they're just straight a anger with Colorado after last year. I think is going to booster them over top of of Colorado. I think like like you said, Josh, they're going to be the only, they're the only team in the Western Conference that that has a any chance to knock Colorado knock them out is is the Blues. Um, yep. And, and I also agree that whoever wins this series is is in the is in the Cup Finals because neither Edmonton or or Calgary um, stands a chance. I don't I don't think will stand a chance against St. Louis or Colorado. So I'm going oh, St. Louis in seven. I'm not being biased. Just being straight up with the way the Blues played at the end of the series, the way Tarasenko was playing. The way freaking Jordan Kyrie was playing in that in game in game six, um, I mean that that kid was all over the ice. Tarasenko, the way Tarasenko's playing, O'Reilly scored a goal in every playoff game or every game in the series, so he's he's always going to be somebody that you can count on as well. So I'm going to go Blues in seven. So that's just my take. That's that's my opinion. That's yeah, what I think. What's up, real quick, before we wrap things up here? Um, any any other thoughts on round two? Uh, I don't have I don't have anything else. Uh, this is a little off topic, and I know we kind of talked about it briefly in the previous uh, podcast. But after seeing that article. Uh, in Arizona, I definitely would want to do a podcast in the future on that whole deal because I don't know if any of you guys read that article or not, but I think it would be definitely something to possibly touch on after after playoffs. Yeah, I'm all for that. Um, hopefully, Absolutely. we can get a couple guy, a couple other guys too, so that way Josh doesn't have so much to do as well as well because he's got the <laughs> other two series. Uh, that he does as well, and I know he's wanting to be part of the NFL one, NFL one too. So, uh, but we'll see. Uh, that's definitely something that's going to be talked about at some point in time with whoever does the NHL run. I know the other guy that you brought on, Brandon, or that you, I guess, know. Um, yeah, he's my roommate. Uh, hopefully, he can he can hop in with you one of these times, and um, can, we can talk. You guys can talk some hockey for sure. So, Josh, any closing thoughts for you? No, I'm excited. I think round two is going to be fantastic. I mean, to live up to the excitement of round one, that's going to be tough. But uh, we're getting to the cream of the crop here. I'm looking for some really, really good hockey. Um, in all honesty, I'd like to see every series go seven games in my perfect dream world. Uh, so, you know, let's sit back, take some good notes, and let's have a good chat at the end of this round and, and get Absolutely. ready for conference finals. Western Conference Finals and Eastern Conference Finals. We can't we can't yeah. drop the East. So, cool. Well, I'm glad you guys were able to join on tonight and uh, enjoy the rest of your evening. Um, 
I'll probably go ahead and this one will be published or sent out probably tomorrow morning. I think there's going to be uh, three fantastic episodes that'll be out tomorrow. So it'll be a fun day. Fantastic. So sounds good. Appreciate you guys coming on. This is for Brandon with the Variety. This has been Brandon, Brandon, and Josh covering round two of the NHL playoff preview episode, bonus episode. You only get this once a year, so make sure you listen to it. Also, make sure you follow us, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, wherever. You know, we're there. You'll find us. Tons of great content, tons of other fun stuff that uh, we're eventually get to. So we'll catch you next time um, here at the Variety.